Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Whoa, man. This is crazy. <laughs> this is pretty wild, dude. I don't know. It's like 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 when this show comes out, I'm not gonna be in Disneyland, and yet I'm here at the same time. I don't get it. You know, isn't that crazy, man? <laughs> this is like totally cosmic. Wow. I don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, like, how am I even doing this? Yeah. You remember when we were talking last time about how you throw things at me and I have no idea what's coming? Yeah. You've topped yourself, sir. Oh, have I? <laughs> yes, you you have. I'm like, why is that vacuum playing? What is Kevin doing? And yes, you're right. You will be in Disneyland then. Yes, yes. By the time the show comes out, I'm pretty, pretty darn excited. But uh, we decided to re- record the show early, of course, through the magic of, uh, I don't know what magic it is, but I guess our magic. Of something. Magic our way. A magic our way that allows us to record ahead of time and post this. And this will actually come out on that Friday, the 6th. And I should be somewhere romping around. I don't know what I'll be doing. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll call it in. Who knows? We'll see what happens then. Okay. Uh, but anyway, before I get any further, man, this is the Magic Our Way podcast, show number 43. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And hey, man, how you doing? I'm doing great. How's, uh, how's your week been since we last recorded? Oh, it was wonderful. Absolutely yeah? wonderful. Great yeah. weekend. Oh, good. They had a good Memorial Day? Yeah, I went and saw Godzilla, went and saw X-Men. Mm. Um, How was Godzilla? You like you got Godzilla? Terrible. Oh, really? I did not like it. And what it. about X-Men? Loved it. Oh, cool. X-Men, great. Godzilla, not so much. Me, I probably won't get to catch it until it comes out on video or DVD or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say, save your money. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody else out there. I won't say it's terrible. Let me, let me rephrase that. It wasn't terrible, but it was such a letdown. Really? Yeah. There, oh. Yeah. It, you should never use the word at time. You should never say at times I was bored watching that movie. Yeah. And not when it's a Godzilla movie. No, there should be suspense. When's it coming? Godzilla. Eye candy galore. And yeah, yeah no. Was the, the, the Godzilla at least looked decent? Oh, yeah. The Godzilla looked decent. Mm-hmm. He looked decent. I mean, you know. He looked like Godzilla. He looked like Godzilla. Yeah, All right. well, I mean, that's good. I can't. I, I can't necessarily be like I was like, oh yeah, yeah. They finally got him right, but um, he looked good. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. 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 Yeah. I didn't. I didn't do much since last time. No. Nope. I, I know. I went to our Greek fest down here in New Orleans. But yeah, other than that, everything's been great. I've been just get preparing for my trip. You know, getting all the paperwork down, got all the plans laid out. You know, where we're gonna stay, what we're gonna do, certain days, all that. You know, excited to go eat the Blue Bayou. So. Should be a pretty fun uh, adventure the next couple weeks. That's that's while great. I'm out. Yeah. All right, man. So I think I've jibber jabbered long enough, man. What do you think? I think so. Let's so, go. On. Yeah. Let's head on to the queue. So, dude, I was, um, you know, sitting around my house and I get was looking through Facebook and I stumbled across this across this article that somebody posted in the Kingdom Cast uh, Facebook group. And for the listeners, you've probably heard me mention the WWE King of Cast guys, and they have the Facebook group and everything. And I'm, you know, I'm pretty active on it. And I like talking on there. The guys are pretty cool, and I enjoy conversing with them. But if you go and listen to their podcast, they have a red explicit warning sign. You know, do heed that warning. They <laughs> they don't hold back. They're not rated G. They're, they're not like us. Uh, and we, um, granted, we're not all pixie dust. You know. Uh, they're completely not pixie dust at all. They're not like one of those shows. So if you decide to go take me up and check out their show, just be warned for that. I mean, you know, if you're 
if if you, if you listen to the other podcasts, this is not your normal podcast. You know, they they cut right to the jugular. They get straight to the point. You know, things get vulgar. You know, it it, it just happens. So, just a little word of warning. You know, that doesn't bother me if you're like that. It doesn't bother me you want to be entertained. I think they have a really, really good show. So definitely go check them out. So anyway, one of the guys on the Kingdom Cast page posted something about the new Pirates of the Caribbean boats. And I think I sent this to you, Danny. And had, before I sent it to you, had you heard anything about this? No. Um, basically, uh, Chipping Company is a website that stated this. And I, I read this uh, article in Huffington Post. And it was all over Disboards, the, the, those uh, uh, groups and stuff. Uh, it states, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean and Walt Disney World got, a new bo- uh, got some new boats, you know, which are kind of the same as the ones out in Disneyland. Uh, people are saying that the new boats are front heavy. Of course, you know, and they're, they they run they they flow a little bit differently than they do uh, than the old boats did. And people are reported that people that sit in the first couple of rows have been getting soaked, mm-hmm. not just wet, but like soaked more soaked than they were before. Especially when they go down that one little drop that we have, right. you know. And then people in the back were saying that you know they get bumped around more. You know, I'm kind of paraphrasing the articles, the different articles that I read upon this topic. But, you know, the people in the back um, uh, get bumped around. And there's one story about how her family had dominated the boat, you know, but they kind of loaded it unevenly to where, like, all the men were on one side and women the other. So it was a lot heavier on the men's side. Mm -hmm. And then when they went down that little drop, you know, the the one wife, uh, one of the ladies, I guess, she said she almost got uh, tossed out of the boat because it kind of hit the side bumpers. You know how you have the side bumpers after you got out of drops? Yeah. Hit it at such a force that she almost could have fallen out. I mean, I don't see that, but I guess if she says that, you know, it was possible, I guess anything's possible, Yeah. you know, depending on the, on the guest and everything else. But yeah, I, I mean, I thought that was quite interesting. I didn't, number one, I didn't realize we got new boats. And, and you know, number two, I didn't realize that people were getting ultra soaked. I mean, and you had mentioned something along the lines that you noticed something different, right? Yeah, I, I'd noticed like uh, one of the last times we went over there and rode it. Uh, and it would only happen when we sat up front that I noticed it was all of a sudden you got wet. Yeah. <laughs> and immediately it was like, whoa, when did this happen? Right, right. I don't remember. So I guess I just kind of like, you know, just convinced myself of, because like you said, I don't even remember that they got new boats. Yeah. So I do remember noticing that the boat tends to dip more in the front, regardless mm-hmm. of how it's loaded, I guess. I don't, I don't know what the deal is. I always thought it was just the ballast in the back that keep everything kind of happy, just kind of balancing everything out. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's not, you know, if you have more heavy people or whatever in a certain part of the boat, it just did that. But, you know, the, the reports of people getting like absolutely soaked as if they were on Splash Mountain versus like what it used to be, which is like a little spit, you know, mm-hmm. a little splash here and there. No big deal. No big whoop. But I mean, I thought I mean, I don't know. I, I think that'd be on a hot day in Disney World that I wouldn't mind that <laughs> getting a little wet. The whole bumpy thing. And maybe that's a different issue. I mean, I don't know. No, I, you see, I think what you really got to worry about with that nowadays is that I, I think you're gonna, probably going to see a lot less of, of these kind of rides now. Yeah. Because now everyone's walking around with a three hundred, four hundred dollar cell phone in their pocket. Right. And no one wants that to get wet. <laughs> right. I mean, so and, and plus all your fast pass, uh, what you call reservations are on there. Yeah. And, and yeah my Magic Plus, all that kind of business. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's going to be a thing now with these water rides, which are to me have always been some of the more fun ones where you're going to be a lot more uh, limited in what kind of attractions you can do, because you certainly don't want to get somebody soaking wet when they're walking around right. with these huge expensive phones in their pocket. And they don't think that because there's no sign posted anywhere on Pirates that I can remember. Right. That says you might get wet. Yeah, you might get wet. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and that's a shame, too. But I would think the Imagineers, when they, if they build another water ride, they would uh, have the boats where you could put stuff in it. 
mm-hmm. you know, is some kind of pouch like to do with the raft rides. You know, not necessarily to that magnitude, but something, you know, something along those lines. Maybe something like uh, Countdown to, I'm sorry, Dinosaur, uh, where they have the little pouch, but maybe something that's like a Ziploc baggie or whatever mm-hmm. that they can give them at least, at least to, you know, help protect it. I mean, because I'd hate to see the water rides go away. You yeah, know? I, I would too. Now, granted, I haven't seen too many water rides get built in the past century or so, you know. <laughs> Century, I over-exaggerate. Mm-hmm. Past decade, at least, you know? I mean, I can't... Do you, do you remember any boat rides that have opened up? Within the past what? Decade? Dec- no, Kali River Rapids is the only one that I can think of. And that, yeah, of and that's just a typical raft ride. Yeah, but no, well, that that you will get soaked. Yeah. And they tell you that. Yeah, they, they absolutely warn you. Splash Mountain, yeah, you get right. soaked, but... Yeah, this is news to me. And, you know, I have a student. I have a couple of students that are down there right now. Mm-hmm. And I asked them to kind of research that for us. You know, he, they're go, actually going to the Magic Kingdom tomorrow, the next day from when we're recording this. And I told him to research it. And so hopefully I'll hear back from him and I'll get to report it next time and see what he says. Yeah. You know, he, he doesn't want to get wet, so he's going to ask to sit in the back. <laughs> but I told him, hey, just keep an eye out, see what happens to the people in the front and see what happens then. And also, I hadn't done it yet, but I'm going to shoot a message to Sean uh, at Fish on Wu on, on Twitter and see if he can kind of do a little research on that or if he's noticed anything regarding the new boats that the Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. So uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom has finally set an opening day for their Rivers of Light nighttime spectacular show that's coming over to the Animal Kingdom. It's supposed to be opening in March 2016. Ah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, what you call it, uh, that's about, what, two years from now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, two years from now to get everything up and going. Uh, isn't that about when, I'm not sure, Avatar Land, that's supposed to be opening, I guess, right around the exact same time, right? Yeah, there's supposed to be a lot of things happening mm-hmm. in, between 2015 2016 in the parks, especially Animal Kingdom, you know, with the new Lion King attraction and Harambe Nights, mm-hmm. whether it continues or not. And uh, that one, that little nighttime spectacular. Mm-hmm. And Avatar should be, is, I know, is in that mix somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, and it says it's gonna. It also, uh, you know, uh, brought that up. There's also supposed to be a new uh, bird show that they're doing. Oh, really? Yeah, at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, because at first I saw it, I thought about you because all I could think about was Guano Joe. Guano Joe, man, <laughs> that's a shame because I just saw that freaking show. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I, was, I enjoyed it. I was worried they were gonna go ahead and get rid of Guano Joe with this new ice show with the uh, they were macaws. They gotta keep Guano Joe. They're, yeah. they're keeping Guano Joe. This is gonna take okay, place on Discovery Island. Oh, and it's gonna be a okay. show with macaws in it, and I, I'm, I'm trying to find the paper for it, but I cannot. Oh, here it is, right here. Yeah. This just in. Yeah, this just in. Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is adding a show that stars macaws. It will debut sometime this summer, Disney says. So I was worried that they were gonna be getting rid of Flights of Wonder. Yeah, hopefully. Maybe it's just Guano Joe and the continuing adventures. (laughs) Guano Joe, you know, at the end, he overcomes his fear of birds. So maybe he starts discovering new and exotic birds and things. I don't know. If y'all haven't seen that show, Flights of Wonder, go see it. You may think, oh, it's just a bird show. But man, I was pleasantly, very pleasantly surprised at how good that show was. And I would definitely go see it again. All right. Lastly, on the queue, man, I want to talk about this whole speak pipe thing that we got set up for Magic Our Way. Okay. I kind of sh- sent you the link and everything else to check this out. But SpeakPipe is a little program that we can install on our website. Right now, we don't have it on our website yet because we're still developing it, but it will be soon. Uh, but you can go to www.speakpipe.com and I'll uh, forward slash magic our way. So that's www.speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. And there you can leave a, us a voicemail straight from your computer. So if you're at work or if you're on a break or if you're at home, you just go to that website, you click on the button, you're using your computer's microphone, you can leave Magic Our Way 
uh, a voicemail. Uh, and, and right now, the limit is 90 seconds. So you can only leave a 90 second uh, length, in length voicemail uh, for us. But we'll get it. You know? And eventually, if, if demand increases, then we can uh, up that limit um, with, with higher packages and stuff. But right now, we're at the pretty basic. We're going to see how this goes. But we wanted to give you guys uh, easy access to leave us quick feedback. You can shoot us the email. You could shoot us a Twitter or the Facebook message, but you know sometimes you're listening to the podcast is like, oh, I gotta talk to these guys or something. You just click, go to that website. Eventually, you go to our website, click the button, and you just leave a quick voicemail. You can do it on any mobile platform, so your iPad, iPhone. You can do it straight from your PC or your laptop, and you're good to go. So, how about that, man? Awesome. We're stepping up in some technology. So again, that website's www.speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? We're here on the hub, and we got a heck of a debate for you. If you might have recalled to earlier today, I posted something regarding Team Elsa and <laughs> Team Anna on Magic Our Way. Who's the smarter or who's the dumber, depending on how you want to approach it, doesn't really matter. Who's at fault? Um, so I kind of want to toss it to Danny because he—it was kind of his, his idea, or your, it was actually his. Like he's like he's not in the room. It was kind of <laughs> your idea about this uh, particular topic for this episode. So why don't you give us a little background about what, like, how we came about this? The background is is that me and my wife have been watching Frozen now for a few months. <laughs> for the ten thousandth time, right? <laughs> <laughs> we've probably seen it uh, upwards of 20, 20 times. I'd say. I mean, uh, that's being conservative. We've listened to the soundtrack numerous times once a day i'd say right three times a day three times we, a day we have the frozen figures we have the frozen ice castle we've reenacted the we have little ice castle and big ice castle we do we we, we know the difference between the sparkle figures and the 12 inch uh, <laughs> classic figures um, oh my goodness yes we do so we know all things frozen and when you watch a movie the first couple of times you watch it and it's entertaining and you appreciate it for what it is once you've watched it so many times over, you start noticing little things and you start having little debates about the hidden themes and messages and different little things that you find going on in the films. And me and my wife constantly found ourselves getting into a debate as to which was the dumber sister, Anna or Elsa. Who was smarter, who was dumber. And this would go on. This is how we would pass the time in the car <laughs> on long drives. And we would just we would go in and out of this discussion periodically from time to time as each of us would find one little new nugget from the mail movie that helps support our our our, uh, our opinion. So it's like y'all driving and it's like you know, some in some middle of conversation it's like you know I was thinking the other day and blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's I was like, thinking, oh my god, do you remember Anna did this? Doesn't that tell you something? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a soap or like a, a reality show. Exactly. Well, it started off because my wife's name is Anna, and right. then there's a princess Anna. How cool is that? There's a princess named after you, and she hates her. I don't oh. hate her. I do not hate her. <laughs> you hate your So right off the bat, so Anna right. is Team Elsa? Definitely yeah. Team Elsa. Okay. So Card carrying member of Team Elsa. Yeah. I could not believe that I was I was Team Anna. And uh, so we, w as soon as she gave me why she disliked Anna, it just endeared me to Anna that much more. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Well, look, before we get ahead of ourselves, because you know, I don't want to be rude, let's introduce our two guests that we have on our, uh, on our subject. These are voices, no doubt, that you have heard before mm -hmm. on past podcasts. And well, uh, won't you introduce, well, you already talked about Anna, so won't you let you introduce your wife? <laughs> <laughs> you said you did such a not great the, job last time. Not so. the one he's endeared to. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 lovely woman to my right here is my beautiful, loving, adoring, 
but mil- misinformed wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anna. There we Hello. Go. Thank you for coming on the show, Anna. Thank you for inviting me right. again. And uh, a veteran of two shows ago, we have Jackie. How are you doing, Jackie? I'm doing good. I'm just coming in from vacation, oh, and yeah. I am ready for this fight. That's right. You didn't mention that. You were going <laughs> somewhere on Memorial Day in the last show. So we're glad to have you back so soon. And I'm glad Anna, to same thing. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. So let's, let's do a quick around the room real quick of who's on what. Uh, we know that uh, Anna has already stated your team. Team Elsa. Team all Elsa, the way. Team mm-hmm. Elsa. Okay. And um, Amy, do you have any opinions? Who are you siding on this one? You know, I've gone back and forth a lot on this one, but I think that I do identify with Elsa because she's an older sister, Mm -hmm. and I think that because I identify with her like that, I'm really hard on her. So I'm actually Team Anna. Okay. I thought this was going to be three on one at first. So this is in uh, who's smarter or who's dumber, depending, I guess, where where you say it. Well, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. That's true. Okay. Uh, So Daniel, how about you? Oh, Team Anna. Team Anna? Okay. I'm actually going Team Elsa. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. So there, we have we kind of established the ground rules. And so like um what are what are, let's talk about well Danny, I want you to let you let you take it. Like what what do y'all just talk about? Y'all just start arguing over different little points here and there or um does it just it just varies on different levels as to who is uh it, it, it just starts off with a general st- it, i mean i can't say that there's one in particular thing that we just kind of harp on it just mm-hmm. as you watch the movie more and more you come up with little things like why did she do that why yeah. wouldn't she have done this who so what, what are some of the little things just like curiosity well um like i'm curious to see what would spark such a the first thing being uh, Anna falling in love with somebody she just met. Really, Elsa's smart enough to know you don't just fall in love with somebody that she yeah, just met, true. or get engaged to somebody you just met. Well, but Elsa never spoke to anybody. It would be hard for her. That to wasn't do that. Elsa's fault. Her parents locked her in a room, and she, she wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. Now, this is a misconception that I, I would like to straighten out right now with my wife. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I've heard oh, wait, this. Was this in the deleted scenes that we watched together? Because I didn't see Elsa out there. So y'all, y'all saw the deleted scenes then yes, I, 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 I hadn't had done scenes. that I, we, we have basing it all off in the original movie there's not really cut. much actually the, there is a deleted scene that with Elsa and Anna together oh as it's the sisters. one in the dressing room yeah, in the dressing yes. room mm-hmm. yes. which if they had put it in there it would have I think it would have changed everybody's perspective Directive. of the sisters yes. mm-hmm. really? but because they didn't put it in there there's no communication between them right. so you get the impression that they haven't spoken to each other in 10 years or right. something yeah like that, that they're just living separate lives right you know like and actually in another one of the, the deleted scenes that they, they kind of made mention that in the earlier in the earlier work um elsa was the bad guy elsa was a villain anna was a hero huh mm-hmm. okay yeah, and they deleted that. But that was after she, you know, had already moved into her ice palace yeah, and stuff right. like that. They, they changed the direction of the film, I think, at that oh, point. okay, interesting. But all right, I, all right I, so the misconception. There's there. a misconception that the parents locked up. Now, I think we can all agree that the parents were not the best parents in the world, yes. right? Correct. Conceal, don't feel, feel. <laughs> don't <laughs> let it show. Right. Oh, my God. I mean, nobody I mean, is team parents here. <laughs> this no, is no. team parenting these, fail. These are the worst parents ever. Right. Uh, well-meaning, but... Not even maybe the mom, but she oh, oh, oh. she couldn't even stand up to the dad. We can handle this, telling <laughs> the trolls. And the whole premise of the movie is love can conquer all, and he wouldn't even listen to the trolls long enough. Yeah. Well, here's what I would say to that. I would say that there is no evidence to support the contention that the parents limited Elsa's involvement with Anna in any way. 
I think Elsa did that on her own. Oh, let's see. Reduce the staff. Draw the blinds. Mm-hmm. You need to stay in your own room. No, no, Put no, the no, gloves no. on. They didn't say that. Yes, they, they said, did. They, they took her out of Anna's room. They said we'll limit her contact with people. They didn't say we're going to cut off her contact. She was taken out of her sister's room and put in another room all to by herself. No, she had her own room, but if you noticed... There but they a, didn't have... She didn't have her own room. They shared a room begin, in the, the beginning of the movie. No, because Anna climbs into her bed and wakes her up. That doesn't mean that Anna was sleeping in there. Well, then they have a scene where the they bed disappears. They have a scene where the bed disappears and I, all I the furniture say, disappears out of the room. You know, yeah, even, maybe even, I'm mistaken on that one. Even though I am Team Anna, I will say they do move her out of the room. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so they do. I mean, because you can even see the way the room's mm. set up. Exactly. It's they got, changed like, one it. side is supposed to be Anna, and the other side is supposed to be Elsa. You know, I was always confused for um, just the reason of, like, was she was it her own room, or was it, like, a, a room within Anna's room? Like, because it just didn't make sense to me. Why would the door be there? That didn't make sense at all. The door to... Elsa's new the quarters? door to Elsa's new quarters is like right in Anna's room. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like across the hall. I thought it was in the right. hallway. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, across the hall. It's across the hall. So yeah. is there like another door, you know? Well, there must be another door to Anna's room, you know, which is not as fancy, obviously, oh, as yeah. Elsa's door. <laughs> because when you see Anna riding her bike up and down the hallway, mm-hmm. so you assume her room is on one side and then Elsa's room is on the it's other side. It's probably like the too. hotel room doors, you know? Yeah, it's not exactly. Really fancy. Yeah. Just, you know, maybe it's a double door castle. I'm going to have to go watch the video so I can get the, the layout of like where we the room is. We have it if you'd like to watch it. <laughs> no, and Lily really? will watch it with you <laughs> when she gets here. I'm, I'm trying to find the layout of the room as we're speaking because I, I'd like to see that because I, I honestly don't remember them being two beds in the room. I yeah, remember Anna waking and, and up one of them right. out the being window. removed. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. Uh, regardless of what was going on, I was just curious to know: would they have, would she have moved out of her room anyway? Well, I think you, you, eventually, I mean, but yeah. think about how old they were when this happened. I okay. think one was probably six so, or eight. Maybe Elsa was I'll, eight. I'll say her; she was six, and Anna was more like four. So that was definitely yeah. established. Like we know how young they are, or how old they are when they, they moved out. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I don't remember what part of the song that is where that all that happens and grows down. There's at least, I'm going to guess, there was at least a two-year age difference between the two of them. Right. right? So I do think a point could have been made that, yeah, that would have happened eventually at some point. Yeah. But I can see the fact that they went ahead and said, okay, we're going to limit your contact with people. Not we're going to cut you off, but we're going to limit it because there is a scene where Elsa and Anna see each other in the hallway and Mm -hmm. Elsa ducks into her room and, and, and hides away from Anna. So that goes to show right then there. It wasn't like they were like, stay in your room. She had free reign to Rome. In fact, there's another scene where they're in the sleigh. Yeah. And she's talking to Kristoff. And she says something to Kristoff along the lines of, uh, bu- bu. you know, she wore the gloves. But she always wears the gloves. I just thought she had to think about dirt or something. Right. But that, again, shows you that then obviously she was out of her room. She was right. out of her room quite a bit. She just chose not to speak to Anna. No, I don't think so. I think it was only when she came out with the parents. When the parents were there to discipline or control her is the only time she came out i mean the only time you ever saw her come out was when the parents were going were leaving for the two weeks when they got killed that's the only time you ever saw her leave otherwise she sat there and gazed outside the windows wishing she could be out there and then freezing things and freezing things because she was upset but here's another point uh did elsa go to her parents funeral 
Because when I when I saw it, it looked like I don't Anna think was did. coming back from the funeral because she's dressed all in black and and she was in mourning. And I saw Elsa on the other side, and I think that she was wearing like dark, appropriate mourning clothes. But it felt to me like Anna was going and saying, "Where have you been? Where are you?" Mm-hmm. you well, know? that's why the song goes right. Yeah. So people are people are asking where yeah. you've been. People are asking oh, wow. where you've been. What are you doing? You're mm-hmm. supposed to be like leading our people. And you're hauled up in this room. So, I mean, I think that obviously there was some contact, you yes. know, with Anna. I will say that there there was enough to be some. But then, you know, Elsa's making that choice from that early on that she's just going to haul up. And, I mean, this is obviously not working. At some point, you got to say, Mom and Dad, I love you, but this is not working. Well, I think the but crucial... Think, go ahead, I'm sorry. I think the crucial scene is there's this part in the room where Elsa first, you know... She's starting to freak. And and that, I think, is the biggest, you know, that's why I, I kind of put Elsa mostly at fault here. It's because, to me, she's an emotional basket case. I think that's what the theme her is. Her parents she's are doing it to out. her. Oh, she's well, scared. Oh, but wait, we can get into that. We can get into that. <laughs> you know what? If she had gone and seen Pro- Professor Xavier or whatever, and he would have made her understand her powers, it would have been a different thing. <laughs> that would have been awesome, actually. <laughs> we can yeah. get in, we'll get into that, that, that debate later on. But there is a point there where the parents... Are in the room with her, and they're like, "Okay, she she keeps just freezing calm everything. Down. She just calm down. Just so it's like, and they try. He tries to touch her to pat her, like, look, it's gonna she be okay.' Says, no, I'm afraid no, I'm gonna get hurt away. you. Yeah, I don't I'm, wanna hurt yeah. you. So that kind of gives her mindset going into it. So from there on, she won't even allow her parents to touch her. So that kind of lets me know that, and the parents obey her wishes because they got a child who's going through some stuff. So to me, it kind of says that Elsa was the one who dictated. The amount of contact she oh, had with Anna. Please. I think that's a fair judgment that you can make from that. If Elsa told her parents, stay away from me, and that's her whole thing. Because the parents made her scared of herself. That's why. No, the parents just said, listen, we're going to limit your contact until you can learn to control this. Now, again, was that the best thing? Probably not. But they also had the trolls telling them, you need to wipe all memories away from Anna. Anna cannot know what's right, going on. Right, and the on. trolls also said that fear is going to be your worst enemy. Right. and what Which she, was true. But she Her sat fear. in a room and allowed herself to get more and more and more fearful well here's along with that is you know she's going through her formative years with the knowledge of what she did to her sister when she was younger so that's Mm -hmm. enough to freak anybody out you know her sister she knows that her sister doesn't remember any of it because the trolls took it out of her head right uh but on i mean elsa knows exactly what she did and what it caused her I mean, at a, at a very young age, to, to still have that knowledge, I mean, if anything, the troll should have taken that out of her head or something, and life might have been better. Yeah. Well, you're talking I mean, about give Elsa a lobotomy as well? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, because she, I mean, she's, what is she, like six or something? Yeah, or she's eight? a young she's, girl, she's so she's been up. sitting in this room until With that she's knowledge. 10 or 12 or however you know? old she was. I don't know. She seemed like she had a decent control over her powers before the isolation began, mm-hmm. you know? It seemed to me like she was that actually doing a good it. job. Yeah, the isolation yeah. probably amplified that whole right. thing. Right. Absolutely. Know? Again, Absolutely. the parents. But yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, but I think after, you put a little too much on the parents. I think Elsa had a little bit to do with her own separation. Yeah, and I definitely think that after the parents, you know, after their death, she had a choice, you know, what, which way am I going to go? Am I going to start being the face of this country and trying to, you know, clap, you know, class to the only family I have left, my sister, who is in desperate need of someone because now she's lost the only other two people who live in this house, you know, or am I just going to clam up and, you know, wait to come of age and I'll deal with that then. Mm-hmm. But and obviously she, made she was ready to come of age. I mean, she was obviously prepared and I don't had been think she had a choice. Well, yeah. no, she, well, she could have left before if she wanted she to. She could have abdicated, but she chose not to abdicate. 
But at the same time, you know, she really didn't have a choice. If she comes of age, she comes of age and she's got to step up. Well, I'll give her she at least she didn't run away then. Until later in the movie. Until later <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> well, after she froze everything. Yeah, which yeah, was her yeah, sister's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's another thing and right it's, it's But it's the whole attitude of like her running away from her problems. Yes. That, yeah. that's, that's to me, it shows that it may have started at the parents, but she there came a point in her life where she could choose what she wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And Elsa chose to run away up until Anna went mm-hmm. and brought her back. But right. I don't think she ever felt she had a choice. And but y'all are talking about like what Elsa would feel. In relation to having, you know, done this to Anna and, and, the, and the trauma. She, imagine you're Anna. Half your brain is still frozen. Oh, God. <laughs> you, you've been given a lobotomy by trolls her to take away your memory. Fine. Her no. brain was fine. They fixed her brain. It no, was no, not no. They frozen. worked around her memory. They, 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 they gave her a lobotomy. They melted the frozen part of her brain. <laughs> they didn't. That's why the thing was still, the streak in her hair was still white. That's what she said. And when at the end, when she got unfrozen, all her hair went back to the right color. She's still a dingbat. Because half her brain was frozen. She was given a lobotomy by the trolls. And then she's the one person in the, in the house that has no idea why her... Like, at least Would Elsa be- knows why this is happening. Anna has no clue what's going on or why it's going on, yet she still confronts it. And she turns out to be right at every turn, whereas Elsa's dead wrong every single time. Name one thing Elsa was right about. In what manner, though? Well, in the whole manner of, listen, the only solution to this problem is I need to go off on a mountain and live, whereas Anna's solution to the problem is, no, let you and I figure this out together. Yeah. Anna was right. But see, if Elsa had known that in the beginning, Elsa had been trained to think that what her gift or her curse, that they kept calling it, was going to damage her or Anna again in the long run. I mean, that's how she was. She was brainwashed. It wasn't her fault. No, Anna was brainwashed. <laughs> Anna had free reign of the, the entire castle. She actually got to do things and talk to people. And but Elsa I, did too, but she limited her own involvement in that castle. She, she had to. She was told she had to. No. Oh, well, let's define brainwash, though. I mean, you have one in one instance where Anna, uh, the trolls did something to her brain, right? Right. Where bra- would brainwash be where she vocally, you've been told something so far that eventually you believe it. I mean, one case it's kind of forced upon. The other one, it's like kind of developed. Yeah. So, what form of brain, definition of brainwashing are we going with? Out, altering memories. <laughs> I'll go with that. When you altering things in a person's head because you don't think they should know about these things. When in the end of the at the end of the day, Anna had to find out, and as soon as she found out, she was the one that helped help Elsa finally break out of this emotional basket case mindset that she had been in all and, the time. and embrace her powers yeah. and figure out what it takes to control them right but had her parents done that 10 years previous then then none of this would have happened but they weren't operating on the trolls could have been a little bit more specific and you could but you can also <laughs> well, they say, had the whole vision of your powers are going to get greater and the more fear you have the more dangerous it's going to be to you right and then you know i think even the grandpa troll or whatever was saying we can help her and he says no we can the dad says no we can take care of it well we got this we yeah. got this, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> we'll lock her in a room yeah. and shut the windows and shut yeah. the doors and no more open gate policy yeah. and nobody but can talk to her limit and the staff. yeah yeah but see here's another thing i think if they if the parents wouldn't have imposed this um isolationist attitude on elsa she would have been far more normal and if the parents hadn't imposed the isolationist attitude on Anna, isolating her from everything in the world, she wouldn't have made a bad decision either. Mm-hmm. 
they if I'm going to be isolated, I'd rather know at least why, why I'm being, being isolated. isolated. As opposed to, I'm completely in the dark here. I've done nothing wrong. But yet, y'all have treated me like I've done something wrong. Yeah, and then, can you imagine her growing up and just asking, like, why can't I open the windows? Why can't mm-hmm. I go out into town? Why can't I do this? And they're always just like, because you can't. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine I don't know why they didn't just send her to boarding school and then lock but Elsa in the Elsa dungeon. Elsa knows that, though, yeah. Hmm? Doesn't Elsa know why they're isolating her? Yeah, Elsa yeah, knows. Elsa does. We're Anna making an had... argument for Anna. Oh, for Anna, you're right. It was worse on Anna. Like, y'all are making the argument that um, Elsa had it worse because she knew it and she was in the room as the parents waited for her to gain the emotional maturity, maturity to to control her powers, which she never... She couldn't even hold the scepter without freezing in that thing. You think she would have made she some progress? She was scared. Progress. You would have been scared, too, at 17 <laughs> years old if you were going up as coronation and stuff like that. You would have been scared, period. You think Queen Elizabeth wasn't scared when she went up there at 18? Yeah. Nervous? Yes. Yeah. Scared to that extent? I mean, you're talking about the same person who went on a... <laughs> I mean, again, it kind of seems like maybe if that was going to happen and she had to control it, she probably should have embraced the people in mm-hmm. her town so she wouldn't have been so damn nervous and froze everything earlier. And, and I mean, if I would have known that was coming, I would have like at least done like a soft opening of uh, the castle or something. Yeah. <laughs> And don't forget, there's a scene in there where Anna first tells Elsa, Avent- like, I don't know how Elsa didn't notice when she was running across the, the fjord that she froze everything. That's the other thing I can't quite figure out. It's how Elsa didn't figure out that she froze Arendelle com- entirely and set it off into an eternal winter. But when Anna tells her about it, she's such an emotional basket case that she starts going into this whole thing and Anna's like, well, I can help you and we can get together. And, and she's just off on her own little thing. Oh, I can't be free. I can't. And she freezes her again. <laughs> freezes her right in the heart. And she's like... Because Anna doesn't shut up. Her sister <laughs> keeps telling her, shut up and leave me alone. And she won't do it. But that's not going to fix the problem. Right. Well, sometimes getting out of your face <laughs> when you're mad could fix the problem. Just well, give somebody a chance to calm down. A little room. A little room helps. You know, a little room. Not not if you've frozen an entire kingdom <laughs> on your last, way out the door. The last time she gave a room, she froze the kingdom. Yeah. She was upset. So, I mean, I don't know if what she was supposed to do. It was like, well, this could get far worse if I don't calm my sister mm-hmm. down right now. Because obviously, Anna's seeing correlation between bad things happen and she makes everything worse. Mm-hmm. Right. And Anna at least knew well enough not to let... Kristoff in the the ice castle because the last time that she brought a man to see her sister she froze everything right but what did she do again she kept when Elsa before said Anna enough Anna enough enough and then she froze in the palace and if and then it happened all over again because Anna doesn't listen but isn't that a sign of not you're blaming on Anna for not listening but if Anna's right and Elsa's the one shutting her down and not listening isn't that again a sign of Lack of intelligence on Elsa's part and emotional immaturity. Whereas Anna, the younger of the two, is a smart one. It's like, no, listen, you have to hear this. You can be mad if you want to be mad, but some some facts you have to face. And you, you've had a, ni- a lifetime to hide from this. Well, maybe that wasn't the good time to do it. And that's what she was trying to explain to but her I was think- back off and let me be free. You know, I mean, Elsa had one happy moment in the entire movie until the very end when she finally realized you know, about love. And that was obviously the let it go scene. <laughs> Otherwise, she had no happy moments in, except for the Olaf, you know. And please explain to me the idea behind conjuring up, conjuring up an ice monster to almost kill your sister. <laughs> she was trying to get her to leave. She wouldn't listen. <laughs> well, actually, I, I, don't, I think the ice monster was just going to throw him out the castle. 
Right, Anna, and then Anna, Anna provoked the ice monster. She went, Miss Feisty so, Pants you know, went and threw the um, I mean, granted, you know, you make the ice monster, you're I not exactly say, sure what it's going to do. <laughs> you made you know? a monster. But, but still, <laughs> the point is, is given that Anna still provoked the monster, regardless. Right, it's and like Elsa doesn't... tiger in the eye, you know, I mean, you know it's going to be pissed <laughs> off eventually. Anna didn't provoke the monster, the monster she did. provoked Anna. No. no, she threw the snowball at her. She did throw, but after she got thrown out in the snow. come on, you're made of snow, you're a huge snow monster, like that's any threat to you. You get thrown down a flight of stairs and see if you won't throw a snowball it back at the person who stairs. did it. They slid down. It was pretty cozy, well, I'm sure. I'm, she, that was a bunch of new snow. It's like a pillow. Exactly. <laughs> 20 <laughs> feet down. Yeah, that's right. 20 feet so down. So then she throws a little bit of new snow mm-hmm. at the thing that's made out of new snow, and he completely overreacts. Just well, like how Elsa. dumb do you have to be to she's sit there and throw she, a snowball at an ice monster? She's yeah. lucky she didn't break her neck on the way down. How did Elsa know that the monster wasn't going to break on his neck? She, you wouldn't have known that. She I don't think owned- Elsa really knows what... She didn't know what her powers were. She's still getting to know them. Part get- of my point. She's not that bright. Which, <laughs> that's, not, that's her parents' fault. She was trapped in a room. She never had a chance to learn how to use them. But, but, he- but we can agree that both kids dealt with cruddy parenting. Both kids... Were de- I mean, and, and again, I'm, I'm still not conceding that the parents were all this. I think Elsa had a lot to do with isolating herself in her room and cutting off Anna completely, whereas uh, there seems to be this contention that she was shut out. I don't think she was shut out. I think she did that. But they both were the victims of shoddy parenting. You can't say in one hand, well, she's dumb because she had shoddy parenting, and the other one is smarter for that, but then say she's dumber in the long run. You yeah. follow what I'm I saying? Mean, you've got to take the offending moments that they each say. That you, say you say an honest offending moment you know, is definitely when she agrees to marry a man that she has just met. Elsa's offending moment, I'm, I mean, she's got a lot, you know, a lot of buildup because there's a lot of opportunity for her to come back and say, let's make this better. And she just keeps on doing the same thing, even though it's not working. That's the definition of insanity. But she's trying to do the right thing, what she thinks is the right thing, because she had been told that staying away from everybody is the right thing to do. So she stays in her room when she realizes she can't control her powers because when she gets upset, it's worse. She leaves. She goes to the ice castle. Anna has to go and bother her and, you know, go harass her some more. Save everybody. (laughs) Elsa saved everybody. Well, here's the thing. Like, why couldn't they tell Anna what what happened? Why couldn't the parents? Because the trolls told her not to. I think, like, again, the parents get a lot of the blame, but the trolls had something to do with this as well. Right. I I was just about to get into, like, you know, the trolls. Okay. Yeah, great. You know, they did a little something to fix the problem. But why couldn't you just tell Anna? I'm sure Anna seems like she would understand. Like, oh, you froze my brain once. Oh, that's <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's so terrible. I wish you would have told me sooner. <laughs> oh, my God. And you think she'd at least be mad about it, like, you know, later on. Right. <laughs> but no, she has a, she has a great disposition. And also, Anna. That's because she doesn't know. Right. No, but she, but she figures it out. And whenever they're in the sleigh with Kristoff and Figures Anna, out that she got frozen by no, Elsa? Well, no, whenever she figures out that. She, that um, her sister has powers. Yes. Okay? Oh, right. When right. I say figured out, I didn't mean like that she got frozen, yeah. that Elsa had these yeah, powers. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever like really explained. I mean, I mean I'm sure that was like a later sisterly talk and every, she was, I bet she had a great disposition about that too. I'm sure she was like, yeah. hey, I couldn't help but notice when you froze my heart for the, after you, the it hair, turned the white. hair, turned the color that you, for it was before. And now that's all gone. What's right. up with that? Yeah. You know, I, I mean. I think there would have been something to that. Right. But when she's in the sleigh, okay. And she's talking to Kristoff, and she's like, you know, she's talking about the gloves. She's like, but she wore them all the time. And I just thought she had a thing with germs. And she's like, I think she even 
almost says, the, if I would have yeah. known, I would not have pushed her about it. But mm-hmm. I had no idea. But right. that's not what she said. And I don't think that's what she was going to say. I think I, that's what she meant. I think that was the point of behind what she meant, though. Was that, well, I, you know, it was my fault. I pushed her. Right. She had these gloves on. I just thought it was a thing with dirt. That What she's saying there is that... Hey, listen, if I would have had any clue that you were there, I would have handled this a lot more delicately than what I did instead of being mad at you. That's what I'm saying is that she doesn't hold a grudge against her sister yeah. for keeping her in the dark about this all that time. In fact, she's the one who goes out. Like, who did Elsa save? Anna saved Kristoff a couple times. She saved Elsa's life. Um, I, um, that's what I'm trying to say. Who did Elsa save? Elsa didn't save anybody. Anna was brave. She, she saved the life of Kristoff several times. She saved the life of Elsa at the very end there. I mean... Well, that's just blissfully But ignorant, that was also like, luck, yeah. She doesn't yeah. know exactly what... She still doesn't know what Elsa did to her. Well... You know, she has no idea what Elsa did to her. Nowhere in the movie, it's st- like where they actually state, hey, this is what I did to you. This is why I've been kind of so standoffish to you right. or, or, or entire life. Elsa has to sit there and say, I still have nightmares about what I did to you because my parents yelled at me for so long. For having frozen your brain. Well, we don't know that yeah, they yelled at you're, her. You're assuming that. She kept having flashbacks to the fact that she froze. You every time know. Anna would push her, she'd have a flashback. That's why she would never let Anna get close to her. I mean, she certainly got some PTSD. Okay, I'll give you that. Yes. I will say this, though. What I think about the moment where Anna says, you know, where Anna just says, you know, I'm going to marry this guy I just met. Is that that was just like, and then, and then after where she gets in the fight with Elsa, that is the straw that broke the camel's back for her because she knows if she's going to have a life at all, it's got to be today mm-hmm. because it's the only day that her sister's going to let her mingle with people and be out the castle. And that's an well, that's not true though because Elsa told her she could leave. She could have gone back to going back to the Seven Isles with Hans, but she was and she could have better- done and lived with his seven, twelve brothers and. Bigger brothers. Yeah, but again, I mean, how selfish is that of of Elsa? It's like, hey, listen, this is your castle. It's the only home you've ever known. You have servants. You have a life over here that that you've been invested in. Uh, You're the one. I'm the one with the problem, but you're the one who's got to leave. Right, but Anna's the only one who's complaining about her life there and how nobody ever talks to her or plays with her and stuff like that. And now she found the love of her life and it's true love and they can, you know, share each each other's sandwiches and stuff like that. Well, go back with him then. She's not happy with what Elsa has to say, then leave with Hans. Well, but Elsa is the only family that Anna has left. I mean, she's not... She can tell she's worried about her sister and what's wrong with her. Clearly, she doesn't want to bail out and just leave her to, to rot in a room by herself. Well, she would have had the castle to herself, so she would have been the queen. It didn't matter. <laughs> the queen of isolation, or what was it, a kingdom of isolation? She's yes. the queen. Yeah, yeah that, I, that's how I take it. I take it as the fact that Anna didn't want to leave her to rot by herself in a castle. And that whole thing of, you can just leave, it's like, why me leave? You're the one with the problem. This is my castle, She's the queen. She, had, she couldn't leave. Where was she going to go? She was the queen. She could have abdicated never, the throne. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She could have abdicated because she knew she couldn't do the job. Even right. going into the coronation, she's like, oh, this is not going to go well. I can't do this. Why didn't she abdicate? Because she, well, she was more mature than Anna was, though. She I was, don't know about that. Anna seems to be the one who was right more often than not. not. Yeah. She no. built a freaking ice castle, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she that did. Seems to be, you know, you know <laughs> and you know what else? She was a babe. I mean, she's the hottest Disney princess ever made. You know when I trace the three things to, to why everyone seemed to think that Elsa, even though Anna saved people, Anna was the more heroic, Anna was the smarter one. The one thing that I keep kind of tracing everything back to with Elsa is that she was the hottest, she had powers, 
And the third thing is, is that, and I, and Anna and I have this inside somewhere. They released this, and this is a, a photo of the two sisters that you saw yeah. that went out with the movie everywhere. And if you think about it, I'm sure you're going to tell me, yeah, I know that one. Where Elsa's sitting there looking hot and sexy, and Anna's sitting there with almost a cross-eyed look and an open-mouthed grin that just makes her look goofy like the yeah. lights are on and there's nobody home she right. just has this well that's how she's advertised that i mean we have the tea set and that's how she looks yeah, on the tea that's set how that's how yeah that's always how i'm she saying looks. that that picture didn't do her any favors no. you just look at her and you're like that's a goofy looking girl something's mm -hmm. wrong with that girl Outside of half her brain being frozen, but just because her frozen, goofy. her brain was de defrosted, dear. No, it wasn't. That's why <laughs> yes, the hair was. was still. But just because you look goofy, and just because you have a very playful attitude about life, and a very optimistic outlook that it brought her, which I think contributed to the success of Elsa later on, doesn't mean that you're necessarily, you know, loose a few screws. She just had a goofy personality, and that made her more real for me. That you know, even though she does look perfect in the face when she wakes up in the morning, she drools and she's got hair mm. everywhere. I would have liked to see Elsa like that. All well, right. So along with that, why does she eat chocolate? Well, they both do. Yeah. No, I mean, like, like when, when like, so she's about to, she's singing that song, and she's about to meet. Yeah, the, and she the has to shove her mouth with chocolate. Like, why does she have to shove her mouth with chocolate? Because I think because it rhymed. Well, I, that, that too. But you I know, mean, is that a thing? Like, I mean, I, help me understand because I got two daughters, uh, three coming soon. Some people, when they're nervous, they eat chocolate. Some Let me see. What's the some. What's the song? What's the song? Is um, I can pull it up. Because there's some part of the song, and then she says, you know, a beautiful stranger, tall and fair, yeah. and then it want to stuff and some chocolate in my face. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to know when I see a hot guy, kind of sometimes. You want to shove chocolate in your face? Well, if I'm nervous. Guys, like you had that queued up, Kevin. I know. <laughs> and she does stuff the chocolate in her face. Which, see, I would never think that if I were going to find the man in my dreams, I'm going to stuff Speaking a handful of, of chocolate. Side, yeah, right. Uh, the, the, the chocolate's the same as in Wreck-It Ralph, if you hmm. noticed. I don't know if you all knew that. No, I did, I did not, not know notice that. that. Yeah, if you look at it, it's like the same color is the same kind of chocolates that the car is made out of. Oh, of, nice. Uh, Finale free oh, oh. sweeps. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt, but I figured that was a trivia you, moment. You just give me a reason to go back and, and yeah, look so at look at it, it next time. <laughs> you'll check it out. It's like exact same chocolates. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. but anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I want to say going back to Anna's awkward, goofy personality, I think a lot of that has to do with being insecure. You're, she was a very insecure person because she, never did she have anybody that liked her. You know, her, her sister was rude to her, quite frankly, in, in her isolation. She wouldn't talk to her through the door. She wouldn't talk to her when she saw her. And the one time she did speak be, between the door was to say, go away, Anna. It's funny because our child, that's the one thing that she does. The first thing about all the songs that she latched onto <laughs> was that very mean moment. Yeah. Where go it's like, away, we can go do this. And she's like, go away, Anna. I mean, you'd be insecure, too, if the only person you knew that you were close to when everything shut down just told you to just go away. Every single but time she still had her parents. Her parents were still there, though. But she did the well, same thing when she lost her parents. You know, she's sitting there crying at the door, you mm -hmm. know, asking about building snowmen because it's the last memory, the last good memory that she has with Elsa. Mm -hmm. You know, and she's trying to recall that because you can see, you know, you can see in Anna's mind where she's going with that. She just Okay, and so what was Elsa supposed to do? Say, oh, here's my, win let me open the door and here's my winter wonderland and well, let maybe, me try and explain this to you. I would say, well, maybe now that you're so much older than four... It's time for me to let you in mm. on why this is happening, and I need some help. And it wasn't like Anna overreacted when she saw it. I mean, she was very understanding of it. It was very cool. Went after her, tried to save her. Saved Kristoff's life a couple times over there. Actually, that, and then, which was just dumb luck. I mean, that was dumb, dumb luck. luck. She, it was dumb luck. She bopped a, a wolf <laughs> with a guitar. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was cool. If it wasn't for her... 
Kristoff still living in in the wooden what is it called the wooden the oak? fjord yeah. wandering oak and the wandering, wandering oak and yeah. he's still <laughs> hiding out in the shed back there hoping not to get caught she gave him the carrots for Sven Sven could have starved over the winter if not for Anna you know she because she he needed it and obviously I mean well, the movie is going to pull you in a certain mm-hmm. direction. That was that was honest ticket to get a lift up to exactly. the hill. Exactly. Well, that shows That's intelligence that she was able to take the dude. No, she sat there do. and thought about it for a while. I, it didn't take too long. She walked right out there with the the. the they were already singing and cozy down for really, bed. Really short song. Well, you don't know really how, maybe she stopped in the sauna on the way out. I would have. She had to find a place to change. Yeah, she know? had to change clothes. She, she did have to change clothes. So she, you know, yeah. give her some time there. That takes me a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, so. just a, a case of point. That, there's some brilliant animation there where she falls into that river. And then oh, she gets and she out comes and her, out her and dress her slowly starts to freeze. Like, you can see yeah. it slowly freeze. Cold, yeah. cold, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's moving, and then all of a sudden it's just stiff. And by the time she gets to the train post, it's like solid rock. Uh, that's yeah. brilliant. Absolutely real. Anyway, yeah. But I do think we've stumbled on the real beef that I have with Elsa in that she is an older sibling. I have one younger brother, and I always felt like it was my job to teach him the mistakes that he didn't have to make and to be close with him. And even when in a situation where I couldn't relate to him to at least be there and to listen, you know, and even today I give him advice, whether he listens to it or not, that's his own business, you know, but sometimes I feel I just got to say it so that I can just be doing my duty as an older sibling. And I just feel like by shutting Elsa completely out, or by, I'm sorry, by shutting Anna completely out, Elsa is ignoring that. And it's, it's a very selfish thing. And I'm not saying that, you know, maybe that's what she needed to do because she had bigger fish to fry, but it's just for me. That's where Elsa just loses me. And yet Anna, even though she's the younger sibling, even though she isn't as mature as Elsa is, She's always the one who keeps coming back yeah. and saying, you know, you know, I want to help you. I want you to be with me. We can work through this together. You know, I just feel like that's something the older sibling should have been saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you ever freeze your brother's brain <laughs> and get yelled at for it and I then locked him, in a room? I pushed him off a trampoline. <laughs> um, but did you all still get to talk to each other after that? I mean, we were mad at each other for a long time, and I got yelled at by my parents, and I'll never do that again. We weren't but it, completely isolated. But though, it right? didn't mean that, you know, I didn't get back on the trampoline with them. But and again, you're jumping into the conclusion that the parents isolated her. I think all evidence to the contrary. What are you talking about? I think it's clear that the parents isolated her. No, because Anna said, even post uh, what you called them going, she's like, I saw, my, I saw my sister all the time, and she always had those gloves on. She all didn't the, say she saw her sister all the time. Always. She said every time she saw her sister, she had the gloves on. No, she said she always had the gloves on. Right, but she it's different no. than right. to say I always saw my sister and she had the gloves on as opposed to every time I saw my sister, she had the gloves on. But that seems to indicate that you saw her, like, frequently enough to where you can make the determination well they probably had lessons or something together i mean they obviously had tutors i mean they okay so she got out the room i mean you gotta go to dinner Mm -hmm. you know you had to use the bathroom i didn't see a bathroom in her room although maybe i'll notice that one and i missed it. the chamber pot i didn't look yeah you know and they have like the whole dressing room deleted scene which would have clarified a lot of this discussion if it was actually canon disney Mm -hmm. which i don't know if a deleted scene qualifies as canon disney Mm mm-hmm and by the way, speaking of canon Disney, that gives me to that whole the true love thing. Who wasn't fooled by Hans? Who here didn't think that Hans... I didn't think he was a bad guy. There you go. I didn't. The whole That whole scene after he falls in the boat, you know, like after the boat, and she's running off to the church, and the horse drops him in the water, and he gets up, and he's got that 
dumbass, I'm in love, grin on his face. Why would you ever think that he's a bad guy exactly. for that? I mean, no. and, and Amy made the point with Disney canon. That's what you've been programmed to believe from the start. Snow White, Cinderella, all of them meet somebody, they fall in love. The fact that they did that I thought was great by the, the storytellers to kind of fly in the face of Disney traditional canon right. and say, okay, we're going we're gonna to turn this, we're going to flip the script yeah. on y'all midway through. Even as late as Tangled. Because mm -hmm. if you think about it, Rapunzel and Eugene, mm -hmm. they haven't known each other that long. I right. mean, what, maybe two or three days? Mm -hmm. You know, and all of a sudden after that, you know, and at last I see the light scene with the lanterns, like they're each other's new dreams, you mm -hmm. know? And he is a far, far more untrustworthy character from the beginning mm -hmm. than Hans is. Right. So, you know, I mean, you, you have been programmed to think that that can happen. Mm-hmm. So. so I think a lot of people who are who are getting on Anna for that really are just, you know, because they were fooled, too. Right. You, you were programmed. To think, like, I thought at the very end there, there was going to be a moment there where Hans kisses her. Nothing happens. And she's going to realize it's like, look, what we have was fun. And there there's just going to be a realization. No one expected Hans to turn out to be this flaming jerk. You know, there's a there's a theory about the gloves. <laughs> I, would, I didn't want to say that. I, admit, I, I edited myself. But okay. It's all right. <laughs> there's a theory about the gloves and the fact that a character who wears gloves is hiding things. And that's mm -hmm. like, you know, older movies, you know. And I thought that that was really neat because when Elsa's wearing the gloves, she's hiding her powers. Mm -hmm. And then Hans wears the gloves up until the moment when he's going to put out the fire. And I think he takes one of them off. And then he reveals his true motive. So I was like, wait a I was going to say, Kristoff is pretty well covered. You've I seen say. it more than I have then. Did you notice that? That he takes the gloves off? I was, when he he shouldn't have because he was already in the room. I mean, I don't remember that. Maybe he did. But he was already in the room with the council members or whatever, waiting for Anna to come back. He might That's put him back on. I think he takes one off when he reaches for like a water jug or water pitcher to put out the fire. But I, got, I would have to rewatch it. But I remember noticing that now. Hmm. Speaking of goals, I got I got the quotes up. All right, if you want to hear. It. All right, so Kristoff, so uh, tell me what made the queen go all ice crazy? Anna, oh well, it was my fault. I got engaged, but then she freaked out because I'd only just met him, you know, that day. She said she wouldn't bless the marriage, and Kristoff interrupts. Wait. Wait a minute, you were getting engaged to somebody you just met? Yeah, and Anna <laughs> says, yeah. Anyway, I got mad, and so she got mad, and then she tried to walk away, and I grabbed her glove. Kristoff interrupts. Hang on, you mean to tell me you got engaged to someone you just met that day? Anna, yes, pay attention. But that, but the thing is, she wore the gloves all the time. So I just thought maybe she had a thing about dirt. He said, there's nothing there saying that she saw her all the time. But she you said she wore the gloves all the time. That seems to indicate she saw her frequently enough to no, know. No, it doesn't. That it just says that every time he, she saw her, she wore the gloves. I think you're being a little biased on that one. No. <laughs> she wore them all the time seems to indicate that you she... she saw her enough times to be able to adequately judge that those gloves were always on her. Like, if you only saw her three or four times, you can't say that all the time you wore gloves. Every time she saw her, she had the gloves on. So, but how many times do you estimate that would be? It doesn't say well, we how. Know. Yeah, well, we, we don't know. So exactly. you're telling me that you read that line that she wore the gloves all the time to mean that Maybe she saw her five times and all the time means that those five... I would five take it as that, yeah. Wow, that's incredibly biased. I wouldn't say biased. I, I would so. say, I mean, there's nothing there to indicate quantity. All the time just means, you know, it could be anything. I mean, oh. you got to agree on that. I mean, there's nothing that says, I saw her every time I saw her, which is like every Saturday of every month or whatever. 
that she, specific. Or I saw her every evening at six o'clock for, for dinner, dinner or something. Yeah. And she had the gloves. But then on. you say every single time I saw her, she wear the gloves on, but I didn't see her that much. <laughs> if you say she had the gloves on all the time, that seems to indicate you see her enough to make that judgment. No, it just means when you see her, she had the gloves on. I totally disagree on that. <laughs> Agree to disagree on that. Yeah, yeah I mean, she's got to have some context for that because otherwise it wouldn't have been. Yeah. I mean, if she saw her all the time, if they went to dinner like, every night, she could at least say, Elsa didn't necessarily shut her off. I'm sure they would talk about something at dinner. Whereas Elsa had her gloves on and she would eat her dinner and stuff like that. They would still have conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, for Anna to say she shut me out and she hasn't spoken to me in years. That makes a, that's a big difference than them actually having dinner together or being tutored together or, you know, actually spending time together. All right. Well, let's take three things and put them together side by side. One, Anna said, I saw her all, I saw her, she, she wore the gloves all the time. All right, that seems to me to, to indicate some frequency. Y'all seem to disagree. Two, the parents said, we'll limit her contact, not exclude her contact. So the parents kind of left it open-ended that it was okay for her to see Anna, just maybe not the rest of the world just yet. And three, the moment when Elsa shuns her parents away and says, no, y'all stay away from me too. I don't want to hurt y'all either. So you put all those three things together, it seems to indicate that the cause of the isolation, where the parents contributed to it, was more Elsa and not so much Anna. And that because she was Elsa was being of, told that she was dangerous. I mean, the, that whole first scene when she, Elsa accidentally hits Anna in the head and the, the, the dad runs in, you know, she's crying for her parents and the dad runs in, Elsa, what are you doing? This has gotten out of control. And mm-hmm. he's angry with her. Isn't it like, what have you done? Because I, when I, re- I actually heard, I think I heard, what have you done? Because I remember thinking how accusatory that was. And this mm-hmm. has gotten out of control as though she's got some that. kind of actually, control over it. I thought that was in reference to the fact that the ballroom was a window. <laughs> well, apparently <laughs> that happened. Apparently that happened all the time. So Yeah, I mean, how did they hide it from the staff when if she didn't know how to thaw exactly. the room, <laughs> that there was a winter wonderland inside their ballroom? Because she still had love back then. Her sister still loved her and she still loved her. Oh, her so she Anna, Anna always loved her. Yeah. Anna all, and I think Elsa always loved Anna because I think they really cared for. Like it broke my heart whenever she said, "You know, I got you, Anna." You know, I remember oh, hearing yeah. that, and I was just like, "Oh, you know." So she really did care about it. Just she had no idea how to deal with it. And I think that after a few years, you really got to start petitioning your parents to make another decision and go back to the trolls. Yeah, I, I mean, that's what I would have done. Because if I'm struggling with it so much, I'm going to be honest with myself and have some sort of self, you know, realization, actualization moment where I say, I can't do this and I can't do it by myself. I got to try something different. Well, but would you really have stood up to your parents? If you're a young princess, you've already been petrified of the powers that you have. You don't understand them and they're only getting stronger. And you're afraid you're going to, you've already hurt your sister. You're afraid you're going to hurt your parents. You can't even touch a windowsill without it freezing. You don't think that she's going to listen to her parents because that's the only people that she has who can help guide her in the right direction. I mean, the and all her dad is saying, conceal it, don't feel it, put the gloves on, and nobody is going to know, and, you know, stuff like that. Hide in your room. Well, he's trying to teach her some level of control. Now, did he go above and that beyond? He yes. he has no business trying to teach her because yes. he wasn't the one who fixed anything. The trolls fixed anything, and nobody stayed, stuck around really long enough to figure out, like, you know... Okay, so any pointers on this before Daddy Dearest well, I was going to say, the trolls, the trolls gave the answer to Anna when she and Kristoff went back there. And they were singing about, you know, he's a fixer-upper. And all they said was, 
It's just love. You get when you get scared, you do stupid stuff. But it just takes love to to cure everything and to melt everything. Don't and you think the trolls could have just said that to them at the very beginning, and we wouldn't have gone well, through all this? Well, if the parents would have, if the dad would have listened, listened, maybe Dang so. Dang it, it's the trolls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more leaning towards the trolls because he's like, no, with this power comes great danger, and the dad pulls her closer because they show some horrific scenes. Right, of the of power people. taking over her. Why yeah. does it have to be so cryptic? Dang it. And <laughs> if I was her father, I would have pulled her near to me and like, no, no, that's not going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll limit it. Her contact will we'll teach her. Like, if I found out my daughter had mysterious ice powers, instead of announcing it to the world and letting her show, I might go ahead and try and teach her some level of control in private. But that, you don't know how to do it. Yeah. The trolls do. Because the trolls even said, your magic is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. This yeah. could be such a beautiful thing. There is great thing. beauty in it. You know, there's a lot of good. That, and I take that as there's good that can come from it. But there's Which also, means they understand it. Right. And, you know, had they, dad sat there and listened instead of, you know, flying back on the horse to go shut the gates. <laughs> so yeah. it was the fire, fault. And fire half the town. <laughs> yeah. You know, don't forget <laughs> Exactly. That. Not to interrupt, you know? but as, as I'm searching for lines, I stumbled upon this, head, uh, this website that kind of defends the parents. Okay. Oh, oh, called God. Disney's Frozen Head Cannons, and this is at frozenheadcannons.tumblr.com. All right. And so she lists a bunch of points, and her main topic says, Anna and Elsa's parents love them, and an in-depth analysis of the king and queen. Have y'all seen this? Has anybody seen this? No. no. I know, we're not disputing <laughs> that they love their kids. Yeah. We're just saying that maybe the parenting... They made some bad decisions. Well, left something to be desired, went right. in the wrong direction. Isolationism isn't the key. Any parent listening? I understand. Like I, I, I kind of agree in the sense that I think the parents deserve some blame, but I don't think they did get 100% of it. So go ahead. You want to read this out? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first point well, she like, makes... Kind of, I'll abbreviate. Yeah. yeah, she says Elsa was reprimanded during her midnight adventure with Anna, and so this is where I found the 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 line. It says, "Elsa, what have you done? This is getting out of hand." And she goes on to explain, "Every good parent reprimands their child when they do something wrong." But you don't scream. <laughs> what have you done? This you is getting out of hand. Right. She goes you on. You say I'm what not- happened, and you clarify the situation, and then you you figure out a remedy, and then you discipline. You know, if, if I said that to Lily, the next time she drops her Cheerios on the floor, Lily, what have you done? This is getting out of hand. Do you know she would sit there and cry, and then every time she dropped something, she would say, "And be I know, strong. mommy, this is getting out of hand." Yeah, and then I would have to hear it, and I'd feel. Horrific yeah, guilt she forever. would be emotionally that is true. That. But at the same time, you can't just tell. Like we've had some incidents with, with her lately, where you sit down with her and you logically explain why you can't do this, and yet she does it anyway. Well, we haven't locked her up yet. No, we haven't. But that's on the, <laughs> is, on the it, list. is that far down the pipeline? There? <laughs> I put her in a room one time and closed the door, and oh my god, she sat there and defied me. Said that I, she, I said, Lily, that's it. You got to go to your room. She wouldn't listen. I put her in her room, and she did not get over that oh, for a, a, a week. She screamed. Right. I screamed. mean, every parent makes mistakes. I wouldn't you call know? what I did a mistake. I'm not saying that. You, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying that what you do is a mistake. I'm saying this it's to her parents. You know, sometimes you get a knee jerk reaction. One time, my husband accidentally put the picture of freshly made green tea that I'd made for the dinner party that we were just about to have a little too far up in the bottom of the refrigerator and then he slams the door and the tea spills over like the dessert that I had just made for the dinner party and like all in the refrigerator and all over the floor. And I turned around and I said, 
oh god what have you done and the look <laughs> on his face was just like and it broke my heart because it's like i shouldn't have said that i should have just reserved my feelings and maybe not have screamed oh god what have you done because <laughs> yeah, but did you tell him it was getting out of hand um no I, i'm sure there was there wasn't some there was unpleasant words that followed that and something around get a towel well how do we not know that, that they haven't had to take her to the trolls a couple of times <laughs> because they asked like cursed with the powers or, right, bo- or born, born. born okay that is you know? true but i mean for them to say this is getting out of hand I'm kind of leaning towards your way of thinking, which is that they were talking about the ballroom because how could they... It's not like she kept shooting Anna with ice because if that was the first visit to the trolls, that's the first time... Well, yeah, it's the first time she's heard her. And they, it was an accident. And they yeah, view her powers from a negative light, which is why she views her powers in a negative light. But then what were they... What have you done? Because they weren't talking about Anna. They didn't know about Anna yet. Yeah. They were talking about the ballroom. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about her using her powers to do that. All right, Kevin, give us another one. Oh, well, I was, just, <laughs> I was skimming through at the end, but I, and it seems like there's a, a sect of Disney fandom that thinks that the king and queen favored Anna and they wanted Clearly. to lock Elsa up, you know. Clearly. And so uh, that's why she wrote this whole little article webpage defending the parents against that particular point Wait, of view. they thought that they favored Anna? Yeah, they thought that they f- the parents favored Anna and the king and queen wanted Elsa locked up. Yeah, you see, now there you go. There, this woman's working again with a faulty premise that, El- that Elsa was locked up. You saw Elsa out of her room. You absolutely saw that. You only saw her out of her room when she said goodbye to her parents before they died. No, you saw her out of the room when Anna's running up to her and she sees her and she ducks in the door, closes it, and that's when it, you start... That's probably off- after she went to the bathroom and she had to go back to her room or something. <laughs> well, she had to leave it. You can, you can say well, no that... One, no centuries walk with her from the bathroom to the, to but the she room. Knew what her duty was i mean you know you get ingrained with that she went to the bathroom for her duty (laughs) she did she did i mean she'd have to but that's another point right there if you're going to bring up time period in this whole debate you also have to think that you know in reference to the whole like you can't marry someone you just met in that day and age people met people that their people married other people they just met all the time. Yeah, they were arranged marriages arranged back marriages. then. You know, yeah, you but you don't even you really know exactly what time frame this was. Do we know? I mean, I know it's based on the what the Snow Queen. Mm-hmm. Right, Hans Anderson. Well, it's after the Vikings. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That, I'm willing to say. And you have to think, though, that but any kind of um, royalty, it's going to be to advance your position or something. And obviously, Prince Hans had nothing to offer but 12 older brothers. Well, she's thinking at least he's nice looking. I mean, mm-hmm. at least I get to pick, you know. Maybe Elsa will pick for me and it'll be some guy, you know, I don't want to live with or... You know, she's worried. I can understand that she's making this She decision. was desperate for attention and affection. Yes. which I And the trolls say people make bad decisions when they're mad or sad or stressed. Right. And that was her sister. And that, mm-hmm. well, that was both of them. They were both mad and sad and stressed. Mm-hmm. And they made bad decisions. It comes down to me for the older sibling thing. And then who made more bad decisions? Who kept making bad decisions? And in the end, who had the solution? Well, I mean, technically Elsa. they both had. Well, no, <laughs> technically they both had the solution because. If, well, I don't know who brought Summer, but it wasn't Anna. The but if Weasel but, Town would have had her killed by then. But if Anna, if Anna hadn't hadn't demonstrated to her the power of love, I don't know that Elsa would have believed it. All right, anything else, Kevin? Oh, on the list. Mm-hmm. Well, she just lost all her credibility with that whole they locked her in the room because they favored Anna thing. That's horrible. 
Uh, let's see. In point four, she puts, she says, Elsa's father sees her scared daughter and tries everything he can to make it better. Except what? the right thing. Right. Oh, she yes. Let's yeah. hide you and put gloves on you. Yeah. And it's going to totally quotes, uh, help someone. She says the gloves will help. He generally wants to help Elsa overcome her fears, but he's as new to this as she is. He's trying to do the right thing. Isn't that what all parents are trying to do? Do the right thing for the child because they love them? Sure. He's completely clueless and locking Elsa up is probably the worst <laughs> thing he could ever do. <laughs> <laughs> but he sees her fear as the reason her powers are getting worse. This well, you, is you just like those parents who think that they are doctors and refuse to take their child to the doctor. And then, you know, I don't know what's going wrong. And they finally bring their child to the doctor. And the doctor looks at him and wants to say, you are so stupid. <laughs> this could have been fixed a long time ago if you would have just asked for help. It's all those people who look at WebMD. <laughs> <laughs> WebMD is not a good thing. Uh, let's see. Oh, there's another thing where they talk about Elsa drawing away. Uh, he says that the father's reaching for her. If he didn't love and her. she turns away because she's afraid right? she's going to hurt him. He wouldn't touch her. Look Isn't at her parents in the second image. They don't know what to do to make this easier on their child. All they see is that Elsa's hurting and locking herself away. And they do nothing to stop it. And so she agrees with me on the, on the notion that Elsa is locking herself away. But so do half the teenagers in the world is lock themselves away because they're afraid of, you know, and then what's parents, going on around them. And your parents them. have to step in and say enough's enough. You've taken this too far. And they didn't do that. Yeah, but uh, also. They and were, they started it. Too. You know, and they started it. We don't know about when, how old they were when, when the parents died, though. The, the, she could have been. She, you got to think she, she was looked, a teenager. Yeah. She was probably 14, 15, 16 years mm -hmm. old. 16. I'd say yeah. about 16. She, she looked developed i mean they might have stepped in at some point in time that's uh, yeah you'll never know on that one it's obviously ineffective if they did <sighs> could have because they could they couldn't keep they couldn't allow their daughter to touch them because the daughter would not have it i think they let well, they, they i let mean there was only one, one issue there was only one time well but i mean i think what you you only get like a, a couple of scenes with them you gotta take it that though that little backstory is indicative of what was going on you can't take it like we only saw her out of her room one time well it's kind of you only get a few scenes so that they took the time to show one scene like that it's kind of indicative they're trying to say this is what was happening during that time well two because when when the, when the parents are leaving right. to go on their she, trip they, she was out of the room she was out of the room mm -hmm. and she was saying do you have, have to, to go, go. And she didn't hug them. She didn't reach for them. Mm -hmm. But they show Anna just run up to her parents and embrace them. Mm -hmm. So in way, in a way, you have to say, well, they they obviously tried to raise their kids. I mean, you know, they tried. Uh, <laughs> that's about all I can say. Um, they tried to raise their kids, and they obviously love their kids, and they've honestly sought affection from Anna. So I don't know if they did or they didn't from Elsa, but I would hope that they did, and it was Elsa's choice to draw back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can see the king in there and, you know, Elsa sitting there. Daddy, I don't know what to do. And dad, he just says, here's some gloves, Elsa. Just put these gloves on. It'll make everything better. See you later. But there's not really like a textbook you can consult. The trolls are the only ones you can consult. You come up with your plan. No, we'll do this. We'll do that. We'll do that. And the trolls are like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Let them go home. Well, didn't. Why didn't he go back to the trolls? He knew how to get there. Yeah. Well, he could have gone back to the trolls, but if, don't you think if the trolls had that information, they would have said, hey, wait, that may not be the best but idea. But did he say that to the trolls or did he just say, we'll deal with this. And then they cut to, um, you know, and they cut to scenes where they show them locking up the castle and closing all the windows. So, I mean, did they tell the trolls their plan or did they just say, we got this and the trolls go, oh, no, they told them, they said, 
Yeah. We'll, we'll, um, we've got, basically, we've got this, you know, we're going to limit our contact. We'll shut, we'll limit the staff. We'll shut the windows. We'll shut the doors. We'll close the gates. We'll. That's when they cut to the montage. Yeah. yeah. Right. We'll we'll limit, but, yeah. but did he, did, we'll do you think that dungeon. they actually said that to the trolls or do you think it was just like, we got this and then they're walking home and he's telling his wife, we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're going to do this. Well, what are the I trolls going to do? You think they're going to roll over to the castle and no, sit there and No, and they're say, not going to do that, you know? I get the Question impression the that they were saying it to the trolls. Like the trolls just like That's what if, I was thinking, if, if, yeah. they, mm-hmm. if they weren't freaked out enough by what had happened, the parents and Elsa, the trolls just made the situation entirely worse by showing a fantasy <laughs> of what Elsa could potentially do when she gets older and how horrible her life can be in the wrong road that she can go down and freaks everybody out in that moment. And in that moment, I think the king's like, no, 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 no. That, that won't happen. And I think that would be any parent's reaction. Like, if, if you were told your child's going to do something horrible, you're like, no, 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 no. That's not, I got this. No, we're going to put her in the right school. We're going to make sure she hangs around the right people. We'll move to a safer state. That's just how a parent would react. Oh, the reaction so, out of passion versus logic? Probably. Yeah, yeah. but at some point you got to say, okay, well, we got to figure out what the right school is. Like, is there a list somewhere? Mm-hmm. Can I Google that? And they never did that. Well, they didn't have to Google back then. They didn't have to Google. <laughs> but they had some big book in their library that showed them where the trolls live. So obviously they had some sort of resource and they had the trolls who they could have gone back to and said, yeah, so the plan's not working too well. Like, she's wearing gloves and she won't touch us. And I just, you know, you know, I just feel like it's kind of, there's a lot of holes. Yeah. There is. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, you know, when your parents don't like something about you or they want to change something. If you have, you know, parents who don't want gay kids or something like that and parents try and change them and think if we change their environment, it's going to change it. Well, it doesn't. You are who you are. And I think that's kind of the the idea behind it is you are who you are. And, and bravo to Disney for really, you know, getting the message out there, I think. That your parents aren't right all the time. That they have great intentions about the way they want to do things. But even the best parents, even the best of intentions, sometimes go awry. And it's not a, it's not a bad thing to reach out for others to help you through hard times. And yeah. money can't buy everything. And parents don't know everything. No, they're human. Yeah. Yep. They're not it, trolls. I mean, they knew what to do. <laughs> I got a, a listener email today oh boy. when I posted this on the... Uh, on the Twitter and the Facebook, you know, I posted the same thing. I started off this whole hub segment with is team Elsa, team Anna, who uses the smarter, who's a dumber, you know, who's at fault, blah, blah, blah. So this is a response. This is from at Emily WDW on Twitter. Uh, she says, hi, it's at Emily WDW here. Smiley face. I chose team Elsa because she is the better of the two sisters and not because she has magical ice powers. She comes across as a strong, independent woman who doesn't care what people say. She doesn't have the need to go out and find true love to be happy. She doesn't need a man to succeed in what she has to do to make things right again. This is the reason I prefer her to Anna, because it seemed that Disney was going back to the basics with her character, where she instantly falls in love with the first guy she meets. Elsa is continuing in the footsteps of Milan and Tiana, who didn't need a man to achieve her goals. I don't think it was either Anna or Elsa's fault for the freezing of the kingdom. I think it was the fault of their parents. They should never have had Elsa conceal her powers or close the palace to people outside. They should have taught her to love her powers, but instead I feel they unintentionally taught her to hate them. 
I hope this is a good explanation. I'm sorry if, if some of it doesn't make sense. I'm currently half awake as it's fairly late here. And she's <laughs> from Wales. So this is a listener from Wales. Oh, wow. Um, thank, you for, uh, thank you for writing in, Emily. We do appreciate it. We hope you hear your thoughts. So that's her take on that whole little debate. I think actually she has a lot of good points. She does. The idea I, of embracing your powers as opposed to yes, shunning them. them. Yeah. I agree with that, but all the stuff about, you know, Elsa didn't need a man. I totally didn't didn't even think about Elsa and men in any of this. But you know, she's right. I mean, there's no... Elsa needed a hug. <laughs> she needed a sister. She needed... Elsa she, needed she, got it, she made a little snowman. Yeah. <laughs> she did need a she hug. She needed a yeah. little snowman. Yeah. 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 I, I would say, yeah, that Elsa did need love. Uh, but, yeah, but, looking at it from a relationship standpoint, I don't know that either one of them needed a relationship. They just needed each other. I don't know that either one of them were ready to be in a relationship. I think mm-hmm. that... I mean, that... The reason Anna reaches out is because she sees this as her only chance. You know, if somebody tells you it's your only shot, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to do something rash. You're going to do something that, you know, you give some, given some time, you might make a better decision. Yeah, I guess Elsa would have more fish to fry than worrying about a man. Yeah, I think yeah. she had a lot more issues like, going ooh, on. If I kiss this dude, I'm going to freeze him. He's like, well, <laughs> right. there goes my boyfriend. That's she, what a crappy first date, you know? She hadn't reached well, that level. Well, not necessarily. She only froze yeah. you if she was upset. Imagine if she was, you know, well, or excited. Well, if she had, well, if if she she had bad but, aim. But not, not, not necessarily, I think, if she was upset because you remember when she's um, a little girl and she's sitting at the window and she's looking out there with wonder and excitement. And, and sadness. And, well, and maybe well, I didn't sadness see sadness. Too. She was smiling. I when thought she, she was the smiling. Window. Yeah, but then she realized that she couldn't go out there. But she didn't. I don't know if she realized that quite yet because I, she was yeah. smiling. I saw the reaction, the bad reaction after she. All of a sudden, it's like <gasps> when she realizes she froze. I didn't see like the 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 wonder go to sadness and then the freezing. I saw happiness freezing. Well, it's a daydreaming, you know. Right. But it could and be- obviously, though, she could. She hugged Anna and she didn't freeze her. And they hugged numerous times after. Um, Anna was unfrozen, so either Anna had special powers that she couldn't be frozen again, or well, Anna had love, love and the yeah. windowsill yeah. had no love. love, love so I obviously, think, Elsa did have love. Well, I also finally got confidence, and she finally realized, oh my god, it's love. Now believe in yourself, and she finally figured out how to control it, which was the whole idea from the get-go was that figure out how to control it. Yeah, you know, it makes me laugh that she has to lift her skirt and stomp the ground to get it to freeze. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, why can't you just leave it on the skirt and just stomp the ground and freeze things? Because she has nice shoes, I guess. Uh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. You got to show. You got to show off the. I guess and you have product to see, placement. And, and you have to see the um, the snowflake that emerges. Oh, under right, her feet. right, right. I mean, because honestly, that like the scene that Danny was talking about when she goes across the fjords and she's running and you see all the snowflakes that go across. Right. That's beautiful. And she free- it's a beautiful scene. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Can you imagine how miserable she was though? Because she, I mean, there's always that line in the song, the cold never bothered me anyway. Mm-hmm. You know? And so she's dressed from like head, I mean, from like literally your top of her neck down in, you know, thick robes and cloaks. And it doesn't bother her to be cold, but it must bother her to be hot. You know, I just can't help but think how, like, miserable she must be all the time in those clothes. Well, that was her hmm. coronation, I would think, right? She didn't always wear all that. Um, in the Ice Palace, was an ice outfit, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't yeah. she make all that? Yeah. yeah, she made that. Considerably less clothing, and it was made of ice. Right. Which is something, because in that room, she seemed to learn how to freeze things, bring things to life, and make frozen uh, castles and clothing. 
Yeah. She learned how to do all that before she and learned her hair. To, <laughs> let's not forget and her, her and Oh, yeah, the hair. Learn how to do all that stuff before she learned how to love and unfreeze something. Well, well, she was by it. herself, though. I mean, and think about it, though. The first thing that she created was something that she loved, which was Olaf. Something from her childhood that she remembered loving with her sister. And that was Olaf. That was the first thing she created when she first started the song. It was the first... The right hand motion was Olaf. Well, maybe she figured out all God, this when she was isolated, was you know? Because if you think about it, Rapunzel entangled. She was she got pretty creative in that. She read books. She painted. She constantly painted the walls. She, she doing different kinds stars? of things. She charted stars. Yeah. She charted the lamp things. She baked. She you did know, pottery. She baked. Yeah, she did a lot of stuff with that little gecko or whatever. Ventriloquy it was. ballet. Yeah. Well, and she did for her mom though too, right? Because her mom would or her I guess, mother yeah. got mom or whatever quote. She was. Yeah. Quote. I don't know. Um, so yeah, maybe she when she was isolated, she learned how to do her hair and make ice dresses and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> stuff. I mean, granted, it's all speculation. We don't know, but I mean, she never had a single feeling of love that entire time. She did. She, I, she just didn't have any confidence in herself, and I she did. She didn't was. have any. You know, she didn't have any outlet, and I think I think that it also contributed to the to the outpouring of her powers over the freezing the whole kingdom. In that she was so isolated and told, "Don't use your powers, don't use your powers," and I think they just built up. You know, and I think having a little bit of a release of it, you know, and to use it, that probably helps and contributes to her ability to control it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, building that ice castle probably took off eight years off of that uh, ice like, explosion. <laughs> 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 it's like, so I think I'm good. So we have any uh, final points to make regarding this little debate? Or not debate, but discussion, I guess. You know, they got really good points on either side. I think you're justified in feeling either way, you know. And there's a lot of holes in, in the plot, you know. And you can't, you can't, you know, fill everything in completely unless it's a book. And even then. So, I think you're justified to feel whichever way you feel. I'm still Team Anna. <laughs> yeah, definitely still Team Anna. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything that I've heard that is. I, I, I I'm sorry. I can't. I can't say that I even entertain the notion for a minute. I think Elsa was just a basket case who Anna helped come to terms with her feelings, and because of that, I think. But I, I, I you know, I, I do tend to have. I, it's not like I think that she's a moron. I just think that Anna has been unfairly criticized for her smarts, and I think that she's gotten a bad rap for it. And I think it all comes back to that picture where she looked goofy. <laughs> well, I well, think she that she does goofy stuff. Sorry, she does do goofy stuff, and I think that Anna like what? Li- lives through a lot of dumb luck. Uh, the whole Kristoff scene—that's dumb luck mm-hmm. saving him. And um, well, maybe once it's dumb luck, but when you whack a, a a wolf with the guitar, and then you throw—I can't remember what she set the wolf on fire as well by throwing the other thing at him. I think you have a little cartoon crush, babe. It's on the cartoon crush. It's just a matter of, 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 of uh, I'm name sorry, transference. I, yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm used to all my life having to defend an honor. So that's that's what I do. Not defend that, an honor. Not, not that honor needs defending. Not that honor needs defending to anybody, right? right? Only to his family. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm still Team Elsa, and um, I really wanted to love Anna too because she's a redhead and. She's Anna. I mean, how many Annas are there in the world, really? And I really wanted to like her, and I just I couldn't. I really like Elsa, and I still do. Yeah, I'm still Team Elsa because you know she because Anna stuffs chocolate in her face. Yeah, <laughs> and she <laughs> talks with her mouth full, so she doesn't have no drooling. You know, I don't mind her drooling her hair mess up because I do that same thing. But I mean, you know, I stuff chocolate in my face. 
Well, you're okay. Do you talk? <laughs> do you talk with your mouth full? If it's just me and Andy, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is whenever we do anything that seems sort of inappropriate or like maybe you should. Okay, do this, this is a Disney show. <laughs> no, I'm just saying whenever we do something that you know it's like maybe we should you know not do this around other people. It's like this is intimacy, sweetheart. That's Again, this is a Disney show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like anything you know, like leaving clothes on the floor, anything. Chocolate in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Leaving the toilet seat up. Chocolate in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. Um, So uh, thank you, uh, Anna, for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Jackie, for coming on the show once again. (laughs) Thank you. All right. I did have one last question that was posed from based on your last show that you did from Christopher S. And he wanted to know, and this is from Facebook, he wanted to know if you knew when uh, people can do the Disney College program. I I would think it's any time they're enrolled in college, right? I do think it's any time during college, if there's specific credit requirements, that didn't apply to me because I did it during one summer when they had opened up the opportunity to people who did not, or college students who didn't want to study, they just wanted to work. So I would just say to be on the lookout at all times, to contact someone from the college program. They are all excellent. They uh, do a great job. I'm sure that they will be happy to um, help you through any hurdles if that's something you want to do. I can fix that. That's all right. Cool. Thanks. So thank you, Chris, for writing that in, and we do appreciate it. For listeners out there, if you have any thoughts on anything we've discussed or you have your own opinion, shoot us an email at magicourway at gmail.com. Well, once again, you hear the music, and you know what that means. It means it's time to eat? Yeah, something like that. I get to go back. When, by the time this gets released, I get to go back and play in Disneyland. Oh, nice. Yeah, because, of course, you know, when this gets released, I'll be in Disneyland. And, you know, I'll take time out to record the show and get back to the... Which we all know that's not the truth. We recorded this pre- way beforehand. <laughs> so, yeah. I'll, uh, while you're listening to the show and it gets released on that Friday, I'll be frolicking amongst the happiest place on Earth. The original place. Actually. Yes. So, um, anyway, uh, while you're listening, just give you a little points to consider. I already talked about SpeakPipe. You know, if you want to leave us a direct voicemail, you know, you get to the point where you're listening to the show. It's like, oh, I got an opinion on this. You ain't got time to write an email. You don't want to shoot us a Twitter or Facebook message. By all means, go to www.speakpipe.com forward slash magic our way. Again, the link will be in the show notes. And then you can click a button, record a 90 second voicemail for us, and we'll get it straight to our inbox, you know. So it makes it very, very easy. It's kind of like talk, uh, 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 talk to text, but 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 different and and better (laughs) anyway there you can access that way um along with that you can shoot us a traditional uh, email uh, uh, magic our way at gmail.com and we'll get that as well um follow us on twitter at magic our way follow us on facebook uh, search for us on there like our page um leave us messages on there if you like our page and everything else you'll get no first notification when our shows come out i like to post things that i come across disney wise you know like i had uh, a, a video of, of of the Voices of Liberty doing this little uh, uh, a soldier return. Uh, a soldier was coming back to the country, and they did a little reveal for them for the family, and it was really really sweet. Is everything I posted at Memorial Day, and everything else. So yeah, like our Facebook page. Also, while you're at it, if you subscribe on iTunes or in Stitcher or wherever you subscribe, whether it's Blueberry or whatever else. Um, leave a rating and definitely leave a review for us, man. That just keeps us relevant and in the mix of all the other shows and everything else. 
And by all means, if you have any opinions or ideas for show topics or things you want us to discuss or reactions to anything that we may have said, uh, definitely shoot us, contact us by any of those forms, you know, uh, Facebook, Twitter, um, the speak pipe thing now. Did I say speak pipe enough? You did. You, I know. You, you're big on speak pipe. Yeah, this is a new technology, so I'm pretty darn excited about it. And along with that, I'll start to hashtag things. You can find us even quicker, depending on the topics and stuff that we talk about. So we always love to hear from our listeners. Uh, please definitely do that. We always grant the listener a voice, regardless of what you have to say and how you say it. We will definitely not deny you the opportunity to do that. <laughs> All right. So anyway, with that note, this show has come to an end. My name is Kevin. And I'm Speak Pipe. And you're Speak <laughs> <laughs> Magic out.